Hello and welcome to another episode of On the Floor with Wayne and Rob. I'm Wayne Highlander, National Sales Manager for Bone Adhesives. And I'm Rob Johnson from Bona Training. How we doing, Rob? Oh, I'm doing real good, Wayne. How about yourself? I'm doing I'm doing good. I'm doing good. So uh, you know, we're coming out of the holidays. You, you do anything special over the holiday? Go anywhere, do anything? We had a party at our house on um New Year's. We had about twenty people over. No kidding. Yeah. Why are you so shocked that I don't know twenty people that have friends? No, I I was just really surprised that um mm-hmm. You know what it is? It it must have been the mail because of the storm and stuff that I didn't get yeah. an invite. Well, you're not going to come from New York. Of course I would have come from New York. Oh, if if you would have invited me. Are you kidding me? Pauline oh. would oh. kill. Well, she was invited. For, you know, we would have walked in with a pecan pie. Right? Oh, my God. Just, oh man. I should have oh, invited yeah. you. Should have invited. Yeah. I'm not going to say that I w- was overserved uh, for the night. But at, 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 mid, at midnight, when they did the countdown, and I went over and I hugged my wife and I kissed her, I said, happy birthday. Uh, <laughs> I'm not making that up. So, so you're like Frosty the Snowman every time he came hmm. to life. Happy birthday. Yes, yes. So, so what was, uh, what's your drink of choice? What, what, what uh, oh, I've, I've said before, my wife makes the best margarita, uh, well, it makes great margaritas, but also vodka gimlets. You can't get a better one. You don't even, I've been everywhere and I've never had one that's close as good as hers. Is that the one with olive juice in it? No, no, I don't, I, I can send you the recipe, actually. I have the recipe. I had to wrestle it out of her because one of our best friends in town asked for the recipe and, and I could tell she was holding back, man, and he kept going like it just doesn't taste as good as hers and i finally went judy come on man Are you she goes wait that's my thing that's my thing <laughs> people know that's what i do i go come on man so eventually she said well what are you doing she goes no you need to do that he goes oh i didn't know that so she straightened him out but she didn't want to do it you know uh, uh the place i used to bartend uh, I had these old women that would come in on Fridays because Friday was fish fry night. And I had these old gals come in every Friday. And I think I might have even told this story before. But these old baby, uh, ladies would drink three Manhattans hmm. each. Wow. And they always say, oh, we love the fish fry here. I'm like, you just, you know how many shots are in a Manhattan? Mm-hmm. How, how old were these old ladies? Oh, they were 70s. Okay, you know. that's good. Yeah, good. 70s, maybe yeah. even a little older. Well, who knows? I mean, now they yeah. could have been in their 60s. Now that, you know, yeah, back then I, when I was in my 40s, right? That's Everybody what I'm afraid was, of. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. But they they said that I made the best Manhattan in town. No kidding. Oh, they would go crazy over, oh, nobody makes a Manhattan like Rob. Oh, my God, the Manhattan, he made da 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 one day she says, why is yours different than everybody else's? Because then I found out they had a place almost every night of the week that they went and had something special in Manhattan's there. But the old post was the best. Oh, we darn. I said, well, I bet nobody puts a drop of bitters in theirs. Mm. And they're like, what? You know, everybody thinks it's, you know, whiskey and uh, yeah. 
but it's whiskey, sweet vermouth, maybe a twist, but two drops of bitters. We didn't even have bitters at the bar. But I'm reading this old time recipe book one time about, you know, drinks. Yeah. And, and it said bitters. So I went out, bought a thing of bitters. That was it. Gold, huh? Best in town, baby. And they tip. Mm. Those old girls knew how to tip, too. Wow, very nice. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Were you, did you dress a little bit more uh, provocative well, on the days it, that they showed up? It, you know, sometimes I iron that flannel shirt mm -hmm. that I was wearing. Accidentally drop something and bend over. <laughs> but uh, Pauline's cousin came out. She she came out and spent a couple days here. So um, I went out and I uh, I said, look, I'm bringing you guys, uh, I'm taking you guys on a date tonight. Date night, taking two women with me. Mm. So and I said, I sent a text to Alfredo, Jeff Alfredo. Mm -hmm. And I said, I put, I took Pauline and her cousin last night on a date night. Now, Jeff thinks that I'm a country bumpkin. And he texts back, would you bring him to a tractor pull? <laughs> <laughs> and I text back, I go, that is, now he knew, he did not know where I brought him. Mm -hmm. But when he said tractor pull, I started cracking up. I go, man, you're pretty damn close. I brought him to the rodeo. Oh, no kidding. <laughs> yeah. The, the PBR was in Albany. Now, Pauline... Yeah, the PBR. Wow. So um, they came to Albany, and I brought Pauline the last time they were here. Last time they were here was 15 years ago. Mm. And she was going out of her mind. No way was that 15 years ago. I go, look, I heard it on the radio. They're, they've even said it. So, you know, finally she believed me. She couldn't believe that 15 years went by that quick. Wow. But she really loved it back then. So I said, oh, you know. Now, Pauline's cousin, Joanne love her to death she's city girl she's right from the city of boston okay mm. the last person in the world in the world that you would ever think would go to a pbr event uh-huh so that's why i didn't tell him i go it's hey it's just a surprise okay mm. <laughs> <laughs> we're not 10 minutes into it have you ever been to the pbr uh, i've been to rodeos not the pbr Rodeos are country, okay? PBR yeah. is a show. There's pyrotechnics, there's lights, wow. there's loud music. I mean, it's almost like going to a concert. Wow. Okay? It is well. We're not there 10, 15 minutes into the show, and she is high-fiving me. She Oh, no kidding. Oh, my God, yeah. Oh, nice. She loved it, and she was laughing her off at the end of the night saying if you would ever thought i never in my life would i ever think i would have liked this she goes this was awesome wow 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 that's oh, pretty yeah. cool that, that's awesome man good for you i'll tell you what if you haven't been to a pbr event just go okay i i mean not only are the these guys are these are some tough guys, man. Yeah, oh, I mean, uh, you can't take anything away from anybody, especially you know what happened last night in Buffalo. That uh, to that 
kid who plays for the Bills. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, thoughts and prayers for that guy. Yeah, very, very sad. Yeah. Oh, I hope he hope he does okay. I know he's in yeah. critical, critical oh, absolutely. condition. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. But the second night, the PBR was in town. It was a two day. It was a two day meet. Second night, one of the bull riders, um, you know, he got the ambulance ride to the hospital. Really? Yeah. I wow. mean, these guys are some tough, tough, tough guys, dudes, man. man. Tough, tough guys. You yeah. Know? And it was funny because uh, I didn't. The place where we go, it's called the MVP Arena. It's the big sports arena in Albany. Mm-hmm. And it's a good size arena. I think it holds like 16,000 people. I, it's not, it's maybe a 15, 10, 15 minute ride from my house. Wow. So I like to go there and buy the ticket. I like to pick out my seat with the guy working the booth, right? I know mm-hmm. everybody's thinking, you're the oldest bastard who ever lived, mm-hmm. okay? You just, mm-hmm. well, one of the things I looked on, uh, you know, Ticketmaster or something, there was like a $25 surcharge per ticket. Yeah. So yeah. I was like, that. I'm just going to go over there. Plus, I want to pick out the seats that I really want and, you know. Do it yourself. Do it myself. Jeez, yeah. save, save 75 bucks for a half hour yeah. ride. Yep. What is going on with with these surcharges on tickets it's, it's even you, you see the new movie theaters where the uh you pick out your seat online you can do, do i that. hate that i despise them i cannot yeah. stand that yeah i have a real problem with it i also now, now every seat you have to yeah paulie and i a few years back we went before covid we went to the movies and the guy says oh, you know here's your seat chart and i'm like Oh, you got oh. yeah. Oh. No, I, agree. I just I, I I just want to walk in and sit down. Well, I just I I I'm very selective who I want to sit next to. Exactly. Yes. I don't I don't want to. I don't want to be mean like you. Not that you're a mean guy, but I know you're very. Look, ever since talking to you about how you go to the movies, I'm like he's absolutely right. Yeah absolutely right now i'm very you know and you can't do that when you're when you have to so what do you do now so here's the problem i don't want to sit next to a young couple on a date okay i don't want to i don't want to sit next to them i don't want to sit next to a family that's got kids i don't want to sit next to old people that one of them can't hear i don't want to sit next to most anybody i really don't want to sit next to anybody i want to sit by myself (laughs) Yeah. And, you know, at the very least, I'm going to see what I'm sitting next to. So I, I just don't, and I don't understand that. Now, here's what we did. I was, I was shocked how many, I mean, it was, even the guy said to me, he goes, geez, this, the Thursday night show was sold out, but they released some tickets today. Whatever the hell that means. Okay. They released some tickets. So we couldn't get three in a row. They were the two girls were in front of me, right? I had the seat behind them, but the row I was in, there was only two seats left. So I go, ooh, I'll take that row there. Because now I bought one of the seats. Who's gonna buy that one seat next to me? So I'm figuring that's an open seat. The girls got open seats and everything else is gonna be full, right? And he goes, Yeah, they released some tickets, you're lucky, blah, blah, blah. So we get there. 
I don't know what they mean by releasing tickets. Maybe somebody can explain this to me. Both rows, half of them were empty. The tickets were sold. But nobody showed up. So I'm like, what? I, I don't know what's going on. There was plenty of people there, though. I mean, you know, the place was rocking. It was a good, but you know, other than the, the crazy ticket thing. But like I said, I like going to the box office and buying it right there. I don't know why this just reminded me of this, and I have no idea because it's not related in the slightest. But for some reason, you just made me think of this. Do you remember? Do you remember when Bona first came out with the green abrasive sandpaper? It's when I first started at Bona, and they were yes. launching the green abrasives. Okay. Right. So I wanted to do a big, big distributor event because this is a big deal. This is a very aggressive sandpaper, and so I thought they're green. Okay. I'm from Ireland. Um, why don't I hire a bagpipe guy to do this promotion at this distributor? Okay. Um, I go on Craigslist and I find this clown that does the bagpipes. Okay. I should have vetted him a little more because that's the only prerequisite for me was that he could play the bagpipe. Okay. So I had this event in a big open build. The building was too big for this, for this. Do you ever see the movie Stonehenge? Uh, no, no, um, the, the, um, God, the, the movie, uh, forget it, I, I can't remember the name of the movie. But anyhow, the, the, the building was too big for this event. There wasn't a lot of guys there yet. It was too early for him to come in. He was out in the parking lot. I seen him getting his dressed up, right? His belt buckle, unlike mine, unlike mine, it has a floor of the oh, year. Oh, look at that. Yeah, isn't that beautiful? That is something. And unlike mine, his was a squirrel, a dead squirrel, like a pelt of a dead squirrel on his on his uh, midsection there. I don't, I, no idea why. <laughs> and he came in playing the bagpipes like way too early. There's like seven people there, and um, it was the biggest disaster of any launch I've ever done in my life. So you yeah. did this? This wasn't an idea. No, no, I did it. Yeah, you did it. Yes. That's how you launched green abrasives. Yes. You hired a bagpipe guy. Yes. At a distributor. He, wow. he, he, he showed up too early. We had like three cases of sandpaper yet. The, the, the forklift guy still had them up on the back. We didn't. So, uh, yeah, it was, uh, it wasn't one of my better events. So was he any good? Uh, no, he wasn't great. Yeah. And he knew one song, apparently, because I said, look, you're too early. What do you come in here now for? Go back out. And then, well, I tell you, come in again. Came in again playing the same song. And later on, I, you know, go ahead and do, you know, he did the same song again. So, uh, yeah, there's a Craigslist uh, special. So. Uh, I only thought that there was good bagpipers. I found a bad one. Okay, I only thought there was there was good ones, you know, parades and and whatever, you know, you know what I mean, right? Yeah, yeah. I figure if you're a bagpiper, a bagpipers are bagpipers, right? Mm -hmm. Well, I guess it's a lot like good guitar players and you know, kind of new guitar players. Hey, first off, I don't play anything, so my hats off to anybody who attempts to play music on an instrument. Okay. I agree. Yeah. I mean, 
I saw my kid go through it. Emily, gifted trumpet player, right? I'll tell you a little side story on that. Her music teacher said to me one day, um, Emily has outgrown her trumpet. I think I got mm. some trumpet for her when she started playing the trumpet for like 35 bucks, right? Was it a kazoo thing? <laughs> no, it was a The real deal? Yeah. But when you opened up the case, you know, you could smell all the musty and, you know, I don't know where we, it, anyways, I don't know, right? So I said, oh, okay. Um, so I said, so what, what does that mean? She's outgrown her, you know, outgrown her trumpet. He says, well, she needs a better trumpet. I was like, all right. I go with, you know, now I think. I think what he told me, he goes, you know, take a look at a box Stradivarius. And right away, I'm like, my God, that sounds like a lot of money. I mean, yeah. that sounds like mm-hmm. a boatload of money. Just that name. Okay. Yeah. And I don't even know if I'm using the right name, but I think I am box Stradivarius. So, all right. If she's that good, you know, the guy wouldn't have told me to, you know, blow this kind of money. Mm-hmm. Uh I go to the music store and it's an old time music store, right? It wasn't online. It was a store, tons and tons. So I said, yeah, her music coach, uh, now she's like, uh, you know, eighth, ninth grade girl. Not anything wrong with that. I shouldn't mm-hmm. have said that, but whatever. So the guy at the music center, he goes, uh, I said, yeah, we need to see a box Stradivarius. He looks at her and he looks at me. He goes, is it for you? I go, no, it's for her. Mm-hmm. And he's kind of like blowing me off, almost like the salesman blew you off. Yeah, the truck. You wanted to buy the nice truck, right? Yep. So uh, he goes, "Yeah, you know, they're right there." And he's like pointing to a box. And I said, "Well, you know, can we see it?" You know. Mm -hmm. Well, the guy didn't want to take it out of the box. He literally did not want to take it out of the box. So finally, I said to the guy. Look, I'm not going to buy it uh, unless she tries it, all right? I mean, you know. Yeah. What are you, out of your mind? Yeah. And he's kind of looking at me like, no, you're out of your mind. I'm not taking it out of the box. So finally, he takes it out of the box, and he looks at her and kind of flippant goes, you know, you want some sheet music or something? And she said, yeah. You know, and he just hands her a piece of paper. Emily looks at the paper, starts playing. Now, all of a sudden, you know, the guy's eyes, boom. Hmm. Now he's, you know, now he's my buddy, right? Now yeah. it's like, oh my God, she's really good. And yeah. You know, he's handing her more music and everything. I was like, yeah, just shut the hell up. So I don't even know how I get on that one. How'd I get there? Um, the the bagpipes. The bagpipes? Yes. Yeah. So all power to everybody who can play an instrument because I can't. But I heard some bad bag bagpiping one day. We were, our golf league, we had all gone out to a bar and uh, some of the regulars in that bar, they're like, oh, you know, Mike, go get your bagpipes. <laughs> right. And they're yeah. begging this guy, get the bagpipes, get the bagpipes. So the guy goes out and he gets his bagpipes. And I'm like, oh, my God, it's going to be great. You know, I love bagpipes. Oh, man. I mean, this guy, I don't know how long he'd been doing it, but it was pretty bad. Wow. Wow, wow. And and I don't think there's anything as bad as bad bagpipes either. That's pretty rough. Yeah. I always thought one day I'd like to get a, a guitar 
and a guitar case and put stickers on it like Austin, Texas. Uh, you know, all the, the, you know, Red Rocks, you know, all the, all the places. And it just carried through the airport with me. Just to watch the women follow you around, huh? Just to see what kind of reaction I would get. Nice. Oh, gosh, my back hurts. Okay. All right, Rob, what the hell are we going to talk about today? Uh, today we're going to talk about investing in 2023. Investing in 20, we're going to give stock tips in <laughs> buy that crypto stuff. Oh yeah. Well, that got kind of quiet, huh? That kid, they arrested yeah, him. Yeah, dude's in some serious trouble, man. Now we don't hear a thing about it. I don't know what's going on. That That's, I don't know if people are trying to sweep that one under the rug or whatever. That's you can't sweep billions of dollars under the rug, man. That's going to be ugly. All right, <clears throat> investing in yourself. Invest in, t- in yourself. Invest in your company. Yep. Uh, it's a new year. Yep. Wayne, we need a compelling future. Yeah. Okay. We need a compelling future for twenty twenty three. We gotta shake off the twenty twenty two twenty twenty two man. It just seemed like between politics and COVID and war, terror, crime, man, it's just negativity, crazy bad, right? So now we need a good future. We need to shake all that off and start looking forward to the future. What do you think? No. (laughs) Nope. No, I'm good. Don't agree. No, I, listen. Uh, well, that's I, a wrap, everybody. Thanks for yeah, tuning yeah, in. Yeah. No, I, I completely agree with that. And um, look, um, there's a lot of noise. You know, it, it, you know, 2022 was a good year for us. I mean, for Bona, we had a great year. But it was fraught with a lot of, and it still is, a lot of, there's a lot of anxiety what things what are going on. There, like you said, with the politics and COVID and all these other things that, that, that if, if you like, Talk about carrying a bag around with you everywhere you go. Uh, it'd be very easy to to start loading up that bag with what you watched on the on on the news oh. and uh, and all the other things that are going on and what might happen in the war in Russia and all these and carry them around with you all day. Uh, one thing I kind of learned early on is we talk about a lot. You control what you can control. Things that are that are out of your control. What's the point of even? And actually, I have to be honest, when I moved to Tennessee, living in California, there's, you're bombarded with politics and you're also bombarded with the news. For some reason, it's on, the news is on every night, blah, 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 the politics, whatever, and all these things are going on all the time. It's a very, you know, in, I want to say enlightened crowd, but everybody's, you know, on, on, on edge, it seems like a lot. And when I moved to Tennessee, that kind of, I don't watch the news almost at all anymore. Um, and, um, it's amazing how much that 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 really affects you. The more you can put that down and just concentrate, and, and I think being happy or being um, uh, you know more positive is is it doesn't happen by accident. Sometimes for some people, it has to be a conscientious effort. Oh, listen, if you've got a if you got one of those charmed lives, you know what I mean. That you you money is not an issue and work is not an issue and all these you know you've got it you've got a pretty good charm life probably easier but for most people uh you know life doesn't work out that way and i think you have to make a choice 
whether you want to live like that and, and, and carry that baggage around or not and su- surround yourself with positive energy and people or not. And I've, I've tell you what, I let go of a couple of people last year um, because of the negativity, because of the constant, constant, constant negativity. Who were they? Uh, let me see. Let me get the guy's name. Let's see who they are. Do I, do I know any of them? Yeah, you know one of them. Um, oh, really? Yeah. So, um, oh, boy. Yeah, not work-related. Oh, boy, yes, it is. Um, <laughs> uh, but I, I think that's a conscientious effort you have to make sometimes. And you know and, what? I agree with you. But I think sometimes you don't realize it either. Yes. You That negativity just... You don't realize all of a sudden you're just engulfed in it. Yeah. And you're thinking, no, I, I, I completely agree. You got to be uh, conscientious about it. Absolutely. Yeah. And and habits, man, a lot of time is just falling into habits. And uh, the more you can get yourself in good habits of, uh, I mean, it's just, it's just no different than hanging around. Like when you're a teenager, your mom didn't want you to hang around with a certain guy, except in your case, you were that certain guy. I was that guy. Yeah, yeah, it's the same thing as you get older. I mean, you surround yourself with all that kind of energy, whatever, then um, it kind of drags you down into it. I, you know, seriously, I was that guy. Oh, I, I was serious too. I, yeah. I went over to my buddy's house one day. You know, we had talked, and I go, "Yeah, I'll pick you up at, you know, I'll pick you up at eight o'clock or whatever." And we were going out, whatever we were doing. And I got there, and he came walking out kind of slow. And he goes, I can't go. I was like, what What do you mean you can't go? You in trouble? He goes, no, I can't ride with you anymore. (laughs) I can't. My mom doesn't like you. My mom doesn't want me driving with you anymore. Mm -hmm. uh, Because of the, I had some, I had some driving issues for back there and uh well we don't have to get into that but i we, i definitely thought i was a dukes of hazard when we, i was younger we took we took a kid on a camping trip one time it was me and my older brother and my dad on a three-day camping trip and when i saw him in school when i saw him in school the next day he said he can't hang around with me anymore <laughs> You know what? Maybe that's why you and I get along so well. Yeah, maybe. We get it. Yeah. We were both that guy. Look, if you can't fish, kid, don't blame me. Or the Highlanders. <laughs> we're the Highlanders, mother. <laughs> um, There's a book by James Clear called Atomic Habits that someone gave to me. And uh, man, is it a good book. I don't read a lot, but talk about creating good habits. That book is a, just a phenomenal. The guy sold like millions and millions of copies. Uh, so, uh, Atomic Habits by James Clear and uh, Javier Villarreal actually uh, works for Bona, uh, gave me that uh, that book and uh, sat down and read it almost all the way through in two days. And man, is it a good book about setting yourself in good. And that's why I love the new year. I don't do new year resolutions, but I do think I do some, uh, some looking back and, and set goals for myself. I'm very big on goal setting. Um, I think it's very important. In your personal life and your your work life too. What was uh, the name of that book? Atomic what? Atomic habits. Atomic habits. I was going to mess with you and say hobbits, but I was sending you down a whole other path, and you come back with some 
yeah, I, yeah harry potter stuff i i never really got into that stuff no me either i never got into that uh all right i'm more of a western guy so you say i i agree with that okay and i do agree with you at the beginning of the year um you know, a couple of days ago, I signed up for a Tony Robbins course. It's happening the end of January. And I know some people might think, oh, he's a goofball. or, But I I like starting the year off with things like that. Okay? The, it's, a, it's only an hour and a half a day, four days. And it was like the, uh, the guy we had at our convention, Waldo Waldman. Yeah, you know, I was, I was he, thinking the same thing. Inspirational guy. I I like that kind of stuff, and I yeah. like starting the year off with stuff like that, and just you know, if a guy can give me a couple of good ideas to start the year off, and you know, some ideas for training or or whatever, I'm I'm excited. Yeah, you know? yeah. Um. Also, uh, when you talk about employee retention, too, I think also you know these are. Uh, you know, good time to sit down with the entire company and and go over last year. We talk about this before, but I do think at the beginning of every year, it's important to do it. Sit down and, and analyze where you were last year. Also, like what jobs were the most profitable? And that may not have been the ones you thought they were the most profitable. And which ones were the least profitable? Which can we shake out? Maybe maybe we got to change the way we do these all together. Our whole bidding process needs to change on these certain jobs. Um, you know, when I was reading this and reading for this podcast, one of the things I read this article was, um, you know, and I'm not a guy who likes to dwell on the past. I don't, you know what I mean? The past is the past, but they kind of made some sense here. Or take a look at some of the mistakes that you made last year. Nobody learns from their successes, right? You're successful. You did great. Oh, nobody's thinking about it anymore. You did great. It was like my grandfather used to say, you know, everybody knows 150 people. You do a great job, they'll tell 35. You do a bad job, they'll tell 100. You know, and that was way before social media. You got to, I think, and what this article was saying was, take a look at some of the bad jobs. Take a look at some of the negatives from last year. One, that way you're not going to repeat it this year. But two, you're going to learn. You, you can learn from that. Nobody's learning from their successes. There's nothing to learn from. It went great. So, you know, we already knew it. So how are you going to grow? How are you going to learn? Like I said, I'm not a great, uh, you know, one for looking back. But when I read that, I went, man, that makes a lot of sense. You know, what did fail last year? I actually even looked at it from my perspective and training and everything. And I've already implemented a couple of changes I'm going to make this year. So it was a, it was really a decent thing to, um, you know, take a look back. And I know, you know, for people like me, it's going to be easy for what mistakes did you make last year? None. There's mm-hmm. none. Right. I, I, no, yeah. not, not really. Yeah. So I, this exercise isn't for everybody. Yeah. No, like you. no, no, no. Yeah. Um, you know, even even the great craftsman, every 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 good craftsman everybody thinks about out there. If you, you whoever comes to your mind has made many 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 mistakes. You don't get better and better and better at your craft if everything is fine. Everything you do is fine. You know what? I did that is fine. Everything was acceptable. 
that that's not how you get better. You get better by, okay, I made a mistake. Okay, a guy complained about this. If I really think about it, yeah, I probably could have done differently. I may have done something differently. So all the great craftsmen, look at the, what Michael Jordan missed, like how many 10,000 shots, you know what I mean? Um, how many times he's had the ball in his hand at the end of the game and he missed the, the, the shot. So, but that, you know, makes you better and better. And, and uh, so I do think it's important. Um, so I, 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 I tend to agree with you on that. Um, I know that was hard for you, huh? What's that? Yeah, I tend to agree with you on that. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's, that I, was I get, tough one. Yeah, I, good for you I, though. You got it out. Yeah. Proud of you. Um, thank you, sir. Um, all right. The uh, the more you know, the more you grow. Uh, point retention the, uh, is more important than ever. Hey, how do you like that? The more you know, the more you grow. I invented that. Pretty sure I heard that in a commercial. Well, I never did, so I'm taking. You know, I'm taking it. <laughs> okay. And I did have a, I did have a guy at Bona Train. I came to a class last year, and uh, he said, "Yeah." He goes, "I got a tagline for Bona Training: uh, Earning through learning." And I was like, "Oh man, that's that's the tattoo for me, man. That's perfect. I love it." But uh, the more you know, the more you grow. Um, that was said on. Pinterest and Wikipedia or the other things so many times it's crazy. It's like <laughs> it's 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 comes up like uh, what are you are you googling me or are you googling that as we're talking? I I just did, and it's come up like thirty times. What the more one? the more you grow, the more you grow inspirations. The more uh, you know, the more you grow. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry to fact check you. It just sounded so familiar to me. But I, I'll tell you something. Judy, Judy, we had company over the other night, and Judy fact-checked me in front of the company. <laughs> and it was over something that I was just, like, skipping by something. Like they said, where was I at? They wanted to know it was some city. Oh, where was I? It was somewhere in Arizona. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, um, neighbor city, uh, not, not Tempe, Arizona, not Prescott, Flagstaff, Arizona. Flagstaff, Phoenix. Not, not, no, no. Um, Scottsdale. Scottsdale, Scottsdale. So, and it's a very nice older couple that's there for dinner, right? And she says, how big is Scottsdale? I said, oh, it's, it's really smaller than you think. It's probably not that much bigger than Johnson City. So Judy goes, oh, I don't think that's right. She gets out her phone and I'm looking at her in shock because I don't get, I don't give a shit how big it is. I don't care. I'm making conversation. Who cares? And she goes, Oh no, it's almost twice the population. And the lady looks at me like, I, I could care less how big it is. I'm just talking right now. Oh, that's so good. Yeah. And then when the company left, goes, Judy, did you think that was necessary? I mean, who cares how big it is? Well, I didn't, didn't sound like it was right. Well, apparently maybe they were moving there. Maybe yeah. she was just trying to save him. I don't know. All right, so invest. Now, is that where you near? You live near Johnson City? Yeah, not too far. Yeah. Yeah, I would have thought Johnson City and I. I actually, I'd agree with you on that one. I would have thought they were both around the same size. Like, don't try to make me feel better. No, um, why would I do that? Yes. Um, <laughs> fact checking in front of everybody. 
That's uh, gonna gonna give this. This one's for Judy. There you go. I think two. This is a good time to invest in the company. Uh, replace and repair and or repair equipment vehicles. Now do it now. Okay, we are most of us are in a little bit of a slow time. Okay, get let's get all this stuff taken care of now. I thought you just had a stroke there or something. The way you slurred about seven words together, really? Sound like, sound like Dean Martin. Uh, <laughs> um, look, notice I hey, how many times have you seen me yawn? Yeah, I did notice you have not yawned. I did notice that. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. So, yeah, see, it's a whole new me in twenty twenty three. There you go. There's another rhyme. Whole new me, 2023. You see? That's this is on, rolling. Right? Probably on Pinterest also. <laughs> um, so, no, I, I agree. Look, I mean, 2023 might be a challenging year. For, certainly first quarter looks like it's going to be challenging. And um, so at times like this, it is sometimes time to tighten the belt and look at your costs and your expenses and uh, really kind of, you know, find out what jobs are the most profitable and it's not the time to retract on your advertising. It's time to actually get more aggressive on advertising and um, and put yourself out there. Diversifying what you do, maybe take some time with social media and uh, and put some more stuff out there. Uh, and that we talked about talked about a little bit on the last show. And I swear I I'm just a big believer in the in the cleaning hardwood floors and using the power scrubber and and going after that audience. I mean, with realtors and all the different people you can bring that to and uh, and look at social media and these different uh, different groups that you can get in uh, with homeowners. Uh, man, I just think it's a it, it could be a great lucrative avenue. And, uh, you know, people think, well, I can't charge very much for it, but you'd be I think you'd be surprised uh, what people pay for because there's very little aggravation. There's very little there, there's no dust. And um, you can really make a difference in that in that in that life. And look, after the last couple of years of people living in their home more than ever, they probably need it more than ever. Um, you know what I mean? The, the amount of foot traffic in people's homes. A lot of times, people have, have now canceled their cleaning services. Um, a lot of people had maybe maids or, or come in or whatever have kind of canceled that because of uh, the inflation. So it just might be. Instead of having a maid come in every every other week or whatever, it might be maybe just once every three three months or six months, having clean the floors might be a nice option. So I I think uh, I I love the beginning of a new year because it is time to reflect on sit and, and I know it's hard to do when you're blowing and going all the time and you got ninety miles an hour, but but you know that 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 ten minutes up front of of, of uh, analyzing and thinking about all right. You know what what was productive for us last year and how how we go to market this year i think could pay dividends well way at the end of the year than not doing it so you know after judy fact checked it maybe it's time you bought one set up a little business for her. what well, going around deep cleaning hardwood floors judy if she's got time to fact check you she's yeah you got time to lean you got time to clean when uh um, the the uh, year of the rhymes, one. huh? They just keep coming. You keep spitting them rhymes. When? What is up? Judy, Judy, as as you know, we we lived in the land of five sixteens top nail floors in California, and Judy has puttied and puttied <laughs> and vacuumed 
<laughs> held held my cord while I was, you know, uh, doing you know, coding or whatever, uh, and has done the books for the business and help schedule for the business. And uh, if I asked her to do anything on hardwood floors right now, I, I, I'm pretty sure she'd say no. Not going to happen, huh? Not going to happen. So there you go. So, you know, get excited about 2023. It's a new year. Anything that went, went that didn't go as planned in 2022, I'd shake that off. You know what? Uh, I, I we say it all the time, man, that you do your contractors and floor men and floor women, retailers do, do it, it's very difficult to do this job, man. And I think that that can't be overstated. It's a hard job to do. It's very, it can be very rewarding, but let's, let's be honest, this is a tough trade. So, you know, give yourself, you know, a pass on some stuff you may have screwed up. We all do. And, um, and uh, set yourself up for success in 2023 and uh, maybe take a hard look at some things in order to help you do that. And as they say, the, you know, with being crazy is uh, doing the same thing over and over and expecting <laughs> different, different results. So there you go. You know, I, I noticed when you said, uh, you know, shake off 2022 and, you know, move on to 2023, you kind of looked at me funny. Did the contract talks fall off with my replacement? Is that why I'm, yeah, I thought that one's still here. What happened there? I thought you, you were, tried I thought, shaking and it couldn't couldn't shake off the big guy, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought that by now we'd have a replacement, but um, they, no, no way, one, man. No, I'm in this like a tick. Nobody would work for this little amount of money. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what am I laughing at? What what money are you talking about? We all right. This has been another episode of On the Floor with Wayne and Rob. Please stay tuned for another episode.